Hello and welcome to PFF Fantasy Football Podcast. We have another fantasy file on the way. I'm your host, Ian Harditz, and today we're going to be breaking down J.K. Dobbins and his Baltimore Ravens backfield. Save your ignorant Lamar Jackson RB jokes. We'll have a separate fantasy file on him. Of course, we can't talk about the Ravens without touching on the 2019 league MVP, but today I want to touch mostly on J.K. Dobbins, Gus the Bus Edwards, and what we're expecting from these RBs in fantasy land. So, First of all, people, this is not going to be a great 10-minute podcast for those J.K. Dobbins stands. And I understand why you love this guy. I love this guy. I am a Columbus, Ohio lifer. I watched every single college carry Dobbins had for my Buckeyes, and usually great things happen whenever he touched the ball. And guess what? That was the case in Baltimore last season, too. I mean, the guy averaged six yards per carry for crying out loud, was making all sorts of plays. Even when asked as a receiver, I mean, good things were happening for J.K. Dobbins. So I get it. I mean... The jump cuts this dude is capable of sometimes, it's, you know, it's, it's uncanny. And just what he can do in the open field, I firmly believe he is the best running back on the Baltimore Ravens, and I think he was last year. The problem is, people, the Ravens don't necessarily agree. Maybe they do agree he's their best running back. I think they would admit that. But they're not going to use him so much far over Gus Edwards that's going to matter in fantasy football because we are not trying to identify the best real-life running backs in fantasy football. That's not our goal. We want to identify the most productive real-life running backs, and unfortunately, this Ravens offense has not been conducive to enabling these types of players really throughout Lamar Jackson's uh, era so far. I mean, Dobbins last year finished as the PPR RB27. Gus Edwards was RB37. We did see Mark Ingram turn in an RB11 performance in 2019, we need to keep in mind that was with league's number one ranked scoring offense, Lamar Jackson taking the league by storm. Got, uh, and Mark Ingram, because of that, had 15 touchdowns, including a pretty fluky five receiving scores. Last year, offense slipped to seventh, and we just saw them really struggle to consistently provide a bunch of fantasy upside. I mean, there was really only two performances throughout the entire season, uh, Dobbins in Week 17 and Dobbins in Week 11, that we saw either Dobbins or Gus or Ingram provide a top 12 performance in fantasy. I mean, there just was not a big ceiling there. We saw the floor. That was good. I mean, 11 total top 24 finishes from Dobbins and Edwards combined. There were weeks where we saw multiple touchdowns and both these guys make the most out of, you know, 10 to 15 carries. But when Lamar Jackson is leading the backfield and carries, there's just only so much that can go around everybody because it's a run first offense and it's the league's most run heavy offense. And because of that, we assume that it's good for the running backs, but so much of that is going through to Lamar Jackson. Again, number one in total rush attempts over the past two seasons. But if you just look at last year and rush attempts for running backs, the Ravens actually ranked 12th. And in terms of targets, they were 31st. Only the Ravens and the Titans devoted fewer than 50 targets to their running backs. And when you look at the offense this year, Devin Duvernay probably sliding in for Snead, uh, Rashad Bateman coming on the outside, Sammy Watkins. Like, there's no reason why the Ravens should be focusing more targets on these running backs. Not that they can't handle it. I think Dobbins is a very good pass down back. I, I'm not going to say the same about Edwards. With that said, I mean, Edwards had 129 yards on 13 targets, had even some weird, like, busted play, downfield catches. Like, Gus Edwards is just the guy that people continue to write off because we all want Dobbins to be better. But, you know, we should put some respect on Gus Edwards' name as well, people. So, basically, 
Both Dobbins and Gus Edwards are very good real-life running backs, but we don't see a bunch of fantasy-friendly opportunity from an offense that really just goes through Lamar Jackson. He is the stir. He is the, excuse me, the straw that stirs the drink that is the Ravens' offense. Almost had that one nailed without the uh, hiccup there, but we will adjust and move on, people. Because, look, Dobbins, again, Great real-life running back. He was ninth in PFF rushing grade, number one in yards per carry, number seven in yards after contact per carry, and number seven in percentage of carries to be for a first-down or touchdown. So again, people, ninth, first, seventh, seventh. Here's the thing, though. Gus Edwards, in those same categories, was fifth, sixth, ninth, and first. Like, this Ravens rushing attack is just so freaking efficient that sometimes it's tough to really discern what's going on between the running backs, how much are they. It's always tough to figure out how influential and how important is a running back to an offense. But in Baltimore, with Lamar just being so influential in terms of the pressure he puts on defense with all those read options, it's even tougher to figure out because don't get it twisted. Like, as much as we want offenses in the year 2021 to throw the ball, the Ravens are, like, good enough running to really not have that be the case. I mean, they're number one in the EPA per run play over the past two years, and their mark on that is actually better than 15 offenses can attest to by throwing the ball. I mean, Lamar Jackson running the read option is has a higher you know estimated points added than most teams throwing the football. They are that good, and that's why I get pissed off at some of the Lamar Jackson slander because, like, all we do is look at him throwing the ball and we try to compare him to just statue quarterbacks who, yeah, they throw the ball better. Those dudes aren't even in the same stratosphere as Lamar when it comes to a rusher. And we just kind of leave that out of a lot of the QB arguments. So Ravens offense, I love the added bait, Bateman, Watkins, and Watkins, and you know, just some more pass options. Okay, I wish we could have gotten Kenny Galladay, a true, proven, legit number one wide receiver, but it's something, it works. And I think, you know, we should expect the rushing game to continue to be pretty great. Just realized as we've gone through this, as great as Dobbins and Edwards are in real life, I just, I'm just not super confident we're going to see them get the sort of fantasy-friendly opportunity to be guys that we need to target. I wouldn't even be shocked, people, if Justice Hill sh shaves away, you know, a handful of snaps and touches a game. And don't laugh at me, all right? Turn that, you know, you can smile. It's okay. We're having a good time here. I'm not saying that. But you look at last year, I mean, Mark Ingram was a healthy scratch for a lot of the second half. And Justice Hill, even though he didn't touch the ball in the playoffs, he still stole 15 snaps away combined in those Tennessee and uh, Buffalo games. Saw him get a couple touches, you know, here and there throughout the second half of the year. Like, they like Justice Hill. And I remember he was the fantasy darling going into uh, 2019. People thought he was going to take over, even though he was a fourth rounder, had some good preseason games. So I'm not, I'm, I'm simultaneously not hating and also not praising Justice Hill. Just realize this has more times than not been a three back committee uh, behind Lamar Jackson. I wouldn't be shocked if Justice Hill comes in, takes, you know, five, 10 snaps, which isn't that big of a deal. But again, when it's already hard enough to come by these fancy friendly touches for Dobbins and Edwards, not ideal. That will probably, again, see at least a third guy somewhat involved. Before we get to our PFF Lily stat and fancy outlook, want to give a quick shout out to our friends over at Underdog Fancy. If you like fantasy football and if you like playing fantasy for money, you need to check out Underdog Fantasy. Underdog's got everything, including season-long and playoff best ball. Best ball is a season-long game where you draft a team like you normally do. But that's it. There's no in-season roster management. Underdog automatically selects your best performers each week, saving you loads of time. So go to Underdog Fantasy and deposit $10 using promo code PFF and get a free PFF Edge inscription. That's promo code PFF. Draft now at Underdog Fantasy. 
So PFF Lily stat here for this backfield is just how good Tobbins was last year. Again, six yards per carry. That puts him on a select list, only including 2012 CJ Spiller, 2012 Adrian Peterson, 2017 Alvin Kamara, and 2010 Jamal Charles as the only RBs to average at least six yards per carry in a single regular season since 2010 with a minimum of 100 rush attempts. Sheesh in a good way. Dobbins is electric with the ball in his hands. You know, we, we always talk about, you know, free player X, hashtag, uh, you know, free Duke Johnson is, you know, one that kind of irony yo these days, but free J.K. Dobbins, people. If there is any running back in the league that deserves to have his touches doubled, even though it's probably not going to be the case, I do think that guy is arguably J.K. Dobbins. Unfortunately, I will not be chasing him in fantasy land. I'm not overly low on the guy. Like maybe me going through all these, why I'm worried about the usage stuff makes it sound like I am. But right now he's my RB18. And full point per reception formats, I'd be down to bump him up three or four spots in standard leagues if people still play those. His ADP on underdog is RB17, so I'm one spot lower than the public is saying right now. But again, you know, I mentioned this earlier, but only two top 12 weeks from this backfield as a whole last season. I just don't think the touch discrepancy is going to be all that different. Dobbins should be the lead back, but when the lead back is only getting these 12 to 15 touches with maybe a target or two per week, it's just problematic. So have my RBT article up on pff.com and Dobbins phone tier four top of this one upside with notable risk I have him ahead of guys like Javante Williams Travis Etienne Miles Gaskin Mike Davis Chase Edmonds Miles Sanders Kareem Hunt Dave Montgomery for all these guys like Dobbins I see the pathway to an RB1 season Gun to my head, though, I just happen to like 17 running backs more than Dobbins because I think at the end of the day, they have a higher overall uh, touch ceiling. Hey, if Gus goes down and they say, JK, you know, you're not leaving the freaking field uh, if we can help it, then yeah, he's going to be freaking fine. But committees are already enough of a nuisance in fantasy football. And when you add the reality that not only is like Lamar Jackson like it's not even just adding the, another player to the rushing committee. We see fancy friendly running backs in three RB committees, but when Lamar is not only taking the rush attempts, but then not really throwing the same amount of targets to these guys because he's just taking off and running more so than, you know, your kind of typical statue quarterback, it's just a big problem. So give me guys like Najee Harris, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, DeAndre Swift, Chris Carson. Give me those guys all ahead of J.K. Dobbins for volume and volume alone because, you know, again, 300 touches for any of these running backs – I do think Dobbins out of that group is the most talented one and I would want him on my real life squad if I was running things. I am not running things. And again, in fantasy football, we're just trying to uh, project these guys. So Gus Edwards is one, like he's a value. Like he's RB40 uh, right now, an underdog. And I think if we had to just build out our season-long projections, you'd be hard-pressed to find uh, 40 guys that I think you project to score more points than Gus. With that said, I mean, we've seen very few instances of them really handing him the ball last year when Dobbins and Ingram were out in that weird game against Pittsburgh. We actually saw Justice Hill get as many really touches as uh, Edwards, and he played 49% snaps. That was a weird game where, you know, Pittsburgh was up a lot early and it was negative game script, but they like Justice Hill, I think, enough so that if Dobbins is out of the picture, we see him and Edwards. Like, Dobbins leaving, I don't think is that big of a deal for Edwards. Edwards leaving the picture could be huge for Dobbins because Dobbins can do everything Justice Hill can, Edwards can't. So, I don't think Edwards, like I would take, you know, Tony Pollard, Latavius Murray. I would take the RB2s, I think, of a far higher ceiling in a worst case scenario over Gus. Gus is going to beat his value, but 
like like Dobbins, unfortunately, I just don't think there's a high enough ceiling to really be chasing him. So I'm fine letting someone else, you know, get Gus in probably round 10, round 11. If you're going super zero RB and you just need someone to rack up some points, then great. Gus is probably the guy for you, just not someone I'm chasing, you know, and trying to win some of these tourneys. So before we get out of here, everybody, I want to give a quick shout out to DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a chance to lower the over-under on a featured playoff game. All players who play a bet on the featured basketball game will have a hand and lower the over-under on the game. That's right. For every 1,500 players who bet the over on the select game, the over-under will drop by one point. Note that DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up to hammer the over. For every 1,500 people that bet the over in the featured game, the line will decrease by one point. Yes, this is your chance to improve the odds of the overhitting. So tell your friends and family this is a team effort. Hammer the over and improve your odds of doubling your money. That's promo code PFF for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. Maximum $25 wager. One per customer offer ends May 23rd, 2021. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Thank you, as always, for tuning in to PFF Fantasy Football Podcast. Everybody will be back with more fantasy files throughout the summer. And as always, our regularly scheduled episodes on Wednesday and Friday. So don't want to get too ahead of myself here, but we might just have a certain starting running back for the Detroit Lions here coming up on Friday. So very excited about that. Again, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, take care, everybody. Mm-hmm.